1: Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
0: Fantasy Sports Today. Yeah, hey, we're watch. back
2: for hour number two. We got a game time in about 25 minutes. We're gonna set some lineups while we're doing this show. You guys gotta set some lineups while you while you're listening to the show. Here's a question for you two experts, Jim and Scott. By the way, thanks for listening on TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, and a variety of terrestrial radio stations across the country. Thank you. We appreciate it. We're going through rankings. We'll do running backs here in a minute or two. Uh, you find those on rotoexperts.com. Scott Angle, the king, he's the guy that's doing those rankings and getting them updated down to the minute. Somebody in one of my leagues just sent out a reminder. I don't know if he's a commissioner or a co-commissioner. He just sent out a reminder to... Hey, everybody, it's 9.30. Um, Scott, you're in that league with me. It's not yeah, I remember there's a 9.30 game. Okay. Do you think that's necessary?
3: We're, we're, the, we're the top we're the top two in that league.
2: Right. So do you think that was necessary?
3: Probably for somebody like Corey, who's probably, you know. <laughs> quit, My point is that this is
2: an adult's 5. league. This is an adult's league. It's a competitive league. There's a little bit of cash on the line. I don't need yeah, reminders.
3: Exactly, which is why an email went out to Corey. <laughs> you know, he's one in five, and he's probably uh, you know on the verge of quitting again. To I'm saying out of it again.
2: I would prefer that email not go out. It's my opinion, my my personal opinion. I would prefer yeah, right. that email
1: like not you say, go out. Yeah. Why give anybody you know, the helpful hints? You don't need to. I don't
2: want you
3: know, anybody there are to bigger them. problems in the world. The world than this, Mike. You know.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, we're,
1: hey, all,
3: wait, we're like, also broadcasting a fantasy a sports out, show. Do
2: you want me to talk about? The situation in Saudi
3: they have Arabia. Problems in fantasy than that.
1: They,
2: <laughs>
3: they uh,
1: have to. Hey, I'm going to give Mike a shout out here, though. Uh, meant, failed to mention it last week. Sorry, Mike. Uh, number one last week in Scott Fishbowl. Fell down a little bit this week, but still top 10 out of 900 teams in the Scott Fish Bowl is pretty damn incredible. So great job, Mike.
2: Thanks, bud. It's been a pretty good run. I do think it is uh, starting to turn. It, like in leagues like that, you, you can't falter really at all, right? And people are going to have – Yeah, no, but,
1: you can't miss a week. You're, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> you're so,
2: and what, so I had Kamara off last week, so it kind of hurt the top end totals Why I dropped off a little bit. Um, but I'm going to lose, unfortunately, now the value of James Connor and Carlos Hyde, kind of in one fell swoop. Those have been two of my staple running backs, and now, obviously, Connor can be mitigated, technically eliminated. I think it's probably more mitigated than eliminated from fantasy value. And then Carlos Hyde, we don't really even know what he's going to be, right? We just don't know. It, it could he it could. It's he funny in the fishbowl. Value. What's it? Yeah.
3: In the fishbowl, it's like I won my league last year and uh, nearly won it the year before. Now I'm having an awful year. I'm like, you know, I have yet to win. But uh, get this. Talk about a people start on Thursday night. The other guy in the Cardinals defense, going into today, I'm losing one to nothing.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I played against the Denver defense twice this week, so a tough way to start out. The, the league where I'm losing Gordon and Gronk is the league I played against Denver in. So the Denver defense put up a 38. I'm going to get a zero at tight end, and Melvin Gordon's not playing. I can't say I feel good. I, anything's possible, but I can't say I feel good. So, um, yeah, my, my point of that email is, like, I, I don't want people to remind the adults of setting their lineups. We don't need that. I, sometimes I feel like there's an ulterior motive to, like, hey— the guy that's playing, the guy that's in second place, make sure you set your lineup. Anyway, uh, as you said, Scott, there's probably bigger fish to fry. So
1: so you thought it was all about you.
2: I always think it's all about me. So, what do you I always think that. So, well, thank you, Jim, for the shout-out, but uh, we'll see if I can keep it going. Um, I'll probably make the playoffs there, I would think, but uh, we'll see if I can keep it going. So let's get to Scott's ranks for running backs. Uh, and again, uh, you can go to RotoExperts.com, exclusive edge package, find all this stuff. Uh, Todd Gurley coming in at number one. I mean, just he's the highest projected player on the whole slate, to give you a sense from Daily Roto, regardless of position, more than all the quarterbacks. So Todd Gurley comes in at number one against the Niners, who Jim appropriately said. not the thing said. is
3: about Gurley? What's that? He's very it's good. It's like if it's if it's no no just a just the fact that like well, he, he just eats up so much yardage if it's like first and goal from the, like the eight that's like first and goal from the half yard line for everybody else
2: yeah what's amazing too is that i there have been games where he's seen a tremendous amount of volume but what's amazing is that he doesn't even need. To your point, he doesn't. He hasn't even needed the tremendous amount of volume to be so efficient to score touchdowns, catch passes, and generally have a whole bunch of yardage. Scott.
1: Yeah, and two years ago, this guy was a bust. Is yeah. the offensive line were ready to write him off as one of the biggest busts?
2: How my how things change. Get a couple of veteran offensive linemen, and then you're one of the you're the best team in the league. Saquon Barkley comes in at number two. Atlanta loves to give up a short pass to a running back to sort of funnel everything in that way. And the defense is, they're getting a couple of guys back, but they're still pretty banged up. Uh, so Barkley comes in at number two. Expect a lot of passes to be caught for Barkley. Zeke Elliott at number three. Joe Mixon at number four. Good match up there. Kareem Hunt at number five. So both running backs in that KC Cincinnati game with an expected total right now. Let's check the most updated one at fifty-seven and a half. It opened at fifty-eight and a half, came down slightly, but still the highest on the slate. So both running backs there in the top five. Chris McCaffrey, get him back uh, against Philly. Alvin Kamara, I should say Alvin Kamara, you get him back uh, off of the bye week at Baltimore. James White at eight, Sony Michelle at nine. Again, both New England running backs in the top ten. Nick Chubb at number ten. Scott moves him all the way up there. Kind of like that move. Uh, David Johnson at number eleven. That's, I mean, what a, what an absolute ah. dumpster fire <laughs> that team is. It's just.
1: No, but actually it worked out great for, for owners of any Arizona player because they just had to get rid of that coordinator, and I'm glad they finally did it. Maybe it gives them an uptick.
2: Yeah. I, I just didn't like the way, I didn't like the coaching hiring the way it was done this year. I just felt like mm-hmm. it was, it's not that Steve Wilkes, it yeah, can't be a good head coach or that Mike McCoy can't be a capable offensive coordinator. I just felt like it was thrown together in a weird way. They didn't have a a prior existing relationship, a long existing relationship, and you have a defensive coordinator and a rookie QB, and I don't always love that dynamic. I'd rather it be an offensive-minded coach like you see with Chicago bringing in an offensive guy to – like You can already see the growth in Mitch Trubisky, right? I get it that he's got more experience and he's in his second year, but because he brought in two offensive-minded guys in uh, Nagy and Helfrich, who's very creative offensively, it's already helped Trubisky. We're already seeing it, and I just don't know that Josh Rosen being with Byron Lefwich now and Steve wilkes I don't know if that's the right duo, but we'll see. As you said, it needed to be done. It can only
1: help. It can't hurt.
2: That's right. Uh, Alex (laughs) Collins at number 12, Scott, uh, playing against the Saints. Alex Collins, um, we're seeing obviously here in your rankings a little bit of a resurgence. Do you see that Buck Allen barely touched the ball last week? Do we think Alex Collins can move back into this RB1 category on a regular basis?
3: Not on a regular basis. He's hopefully can move back into R B two territory. The only reason he's in R B one is because, you know, you have some always other guys playing. off and yeah. injured, which, which which uh which moves him up. But then, you know, we saw they used him mostly at the goal line last week. And then uh, you know, when they play against New Orleans there's gonna be a lot of goal line opportunities for him this week. And he always rips off a nice run or two every week.
2: Phillip Lindsay at number thirteen. Man, I benched him. I benched Philip Lindsay twice. I was close. I I was really debating putting him in in, a, in both leagues, and I left him on the bench. I played Fitzgerald in one league and not in the other. It's just the Thursday night, just one of those games that kind of snuck up on me. I, you know, you you don't always. You know, we have so many teams. You don't sometimes. You're always checking your lineups to make sure that the you know the proper guys are in there, but sometimes it doesn't spark your memory that oh yeah, I have a bunch of guys playing tonight, and that was one of those moments on Thursday. So. I was sitting here in studio with Dane Martinez at 8 o'clock on Thursday night, just ripping through all my lineups, making decisions. So uh, Mark Ingram at 14. So you like him? I mean, uh, Jim, we got both uh, Saints RBs here in the top 15. You feel pretty good about that? I've I've been wondering about Ingram, but projections have him doing pretty well here against Baltimore.
1: Look, it, you know, in this offense, it, Ingram's always going to get those shots for those short touchdowns at the very least uh, you know he's going to get those chances inside the red zone at the very least even against this tough Baltimore defense he'll get those shots and you know when you add in the other ground game that he's going to give you it always gives him a shot to be a top producer so I can't fault Scott for any of those both of those guys I think are going to be highly involved in this game uh, you know and I just see again you just can't trust the deep the top defenses to be able to stop top offenses anymore.
2: The next three guys are part of the injury parade. Matt Breed at 15, Tevin Coleman at 16, Dante Freeman IRD IARD this week. Uh, TJ Yeldon <clears throat> excuse me, at 17 with Leonard Fournette out and Carlos Hyde. Maybe playing a limited role, maybe just playing, period. So <clears throat> Breida, Coleman, and Yeldon at 17. Tariq Cohen at 18. Kerryon Johnson at 19. Lashawn Le- McCoy at 20. Austin Eckler at 21. I could see him being higher. But Tariq Cohen is, is become, as Scott has mentioned a couple of times so far, Jim, Tariq Cohen has just become a much better option than Jordan Howard. Between fumb- Jordan Howard fumbling and Jordan Howard being generally inefficient, Tariq Cohen is the type of dynamic player, even though he can't be a workhorse back, he's the type of dynamic player that Nagy wants in that offense.
1: Look, he has every chance to be that guy we saw Duke Johnson be last year, catching, you know, that many balls each week and being highly involved. And Duke Johnson showed you don't need to be in every down back to be a top 10 producer in fantasy PPR leagues. And, you know, that's where he's sitting. He's sitting right in that place where they trust him now. They're getting him highly involved. And, you know, he just adds to that quick speed offense that they're trying to establish.
2: Scotty LeSean had
3: a really good year last uh, year out of desperation. But I never had him top 20 in any week. Uh, You know, maybe usually top 25, or usually I didn't have him top 20. Tariq Cohen's more explosive than Duke Johnson. Tariq Cohen can score from anywhere on the field.
1: Uh, well, Duke Johnson has had pretty much that ability, too. I'm not sure he's that much better than Duke Johnson. Duke Johnson, it might have been out of desperation that they went to him, but he did a lot with the balls that he got anyway. He, he's still a good playmaker in this league. I, I'm not, oh, yeah, ready I'm to not putting it him. down. But okay. <laughs> but uh, Tariq Cohen
3: is much more electric than Duke Johnson. Duke Johnson cannot score from anywhere on the field. He's good. I like him. Well, I, I wouldn't say I like him. He's he's a good player when they when they have to use him in in certain you know certain situations. But Tariq Cohen is just electric and explosive.
2: You like you like him so much. You have him at thirty one this week. But that is a flex play. Yes, Duke Johnson.
3: You're talking about my okay. flex rank of of. I'm just yeah, saying Duke Johnson's you know, your 31st like Johnson running back.
2: You like him, you don't love him. You can put yeah. him in the flex in certain scenarios.
3: Yeah, because, you know, and Tariq Cohen may also, you know, uh, get obviously a bigger portion of the snaps than than Duke Johnson might, but Duke Johnson's going to be involved.
2: Yeah. So this is the portion, this is the time of year where the running back position is getting super depressing because after Carry On Johnson, we've got LaShawn McCoy, a <laughs> sort of like him this week. I think it's interesting. But then you have Austin Eckler, who we now know could be higher than this because Melvin Gordon My is Echola. out. We have uh, Ido Smith, who's now ranked because Devontae Freeman is out for the year. We have Latavius Murray, who's a top 25 back because Dalvin Cook is out till God knows when. Isaiah Crowell at number 24. Adrian Peterson at 25. Both of those guys banged up. Marlon Mack is back in the mix. He He was banged up and then you got Corey Clement and (laughs) Wendell Smallwood at 27 and 28, and they're ranked because J.H.I. is out for the year. So this has been a ton of fun going through these rankings this morning. Jim, of all those names I ripped off, McCoy, Eckler, Edo Smith, Latavius, Murray, (laughs) uh, any of these guys you think could break out, even Adrian Peterson? Any of these guys you think could break out today? You want One you like more than the others? He's
1: got a few of these guys. Yeah, he's got a few guys down a little further than I do. Uh, I don't like Kevin Tevin Coleman because I just don't know what's going to happen between him and Edo Smith and how far the breakdown is going to be. Uh, we could see Edo Smith take a lot of that early down work from Coleman, who hasn't been productive in that role. So that whole situation scares me. Um, I like on Johnson this week with Theo Riddick out. Uh, I just expect him to catch four or five balls as opposed, you know, uh, included with his running game. I think he has a good game this week, so I have him a lot higher. I do like M- McCoy this week. Uh, so there's a few guys I, I would put over Coleman, uh, over Yeldon now, especially now that Hyde is going to play some snaps. Uh, so, you know, there's a couple guys here that I like. Uh, Johnson, Cohen, McCoy would all be above those guys for me. Yeah, you got guys. I
3: like all of them. I th- I think I I have them all ranked. You know, in a pretty good spot. Yeah. And uh, Dale Daily Roto like, likes likes uh, McCoy as a play today. You know, they talk about how Derek Anderson, you know, actually is an improvement. You know, he's a veteran quarterback that could probably move the team down the field, and yeah, uh, you know, that that help only could only help McCoy.
1: Yeah. Should look- also help Kelvin Kelvin <laughs> Benjamin. Since these yeah, the, two have the, a little bit of history, the, the, he's the only one who has any history with Anderson on the team. So it might we might see an uptick for Belvin, uh, Kelvin Benjamin this week as well.
2: I can't yeah. even blame.
3: Yeah, him. I, I actually moved him up to fifty-one wide receiver. That's yeah. So <laughs> <What>? <laughs> he,
2: he might he might
3: actually want to like take practice catches from uh, Anderson
2: today. Yeah. So yeah, what was that? I mean, that guy, he's developing a hell of a reputation in this league. Scott, I, I'm not even. With your running back rankings, I, like, I don't even know what to do with it anymore. Like, Look at all those names I ripped off that are, um, are now number two backs on their team because of injuries or are now starting because of trades and all this other kind of stuff. The amount of dynamics that are going on at the running back position in week seven are pretty crazy. Big-time players, first-round top 15 backs are toast right now in the worst kind of way. Having a guy out with an ACL injury and losing him is terrible. It's even worse to have stuff like David Johnson just plays every week and can't do anything, and then the other guys like Fournette or Dalvin Cook's going to practice on Wednesday, and then by Thursday afternoon you're like, yeah, he's out. So it's the worst kind of guys to own. You'd almost just rather be done with it as opposed to stashing this guy and never knowing when to play them. You know what I mean, Scott?
3: Yeah, and you know you learn some lessons too. Like Freeman, Fournette, and Cook were all injury risk going in, and you know some fantasy analysts say any anybody, any player can get any time injured at any time in football. It's true, but some guys just have more of a propensity for an injury than others.
2: No doubt, it's my
3: theory. yeah. But
1: we've said that a lot of people over the, over the past. Fred Taylor was like that at the beginning of his career. Matt Stafford was like that at the beginning of his career. Frank Gore and
0: they both turned it around. We'll be right back. Right, Gore. Right.
2: back on FST game day edition. Yeah. BetDSI is celebrating 20 years as the industry's biggest and safest betting site. They have great customer service and fast easy payment of winnings. You can play virtually every sport at BetDSI at with hundreds of wagering options, including live in-game wagering on all major sporting events where you can make your play at any time during the game. So BetDSI is now offering up to a $1000 bonus on your first deposit if you use promo code FNTSY. That's BetDSI.com, promo code FNTSY. Head on over to bet DSI and start winning today. So, um, we got the game coming up. In Little new
3: Ace Fraley there, yeah. Minutes, yeah. You're,
2: you're the man, man. Part of the part of the Kiss Army, Kiss Army, right? You You have like a
1: ranking Al- of something. New album dropped Friday. You
2: have a new rank. You have a oh,
1: ranking. Oh, did it of the drop Kiss Friday? Army. I was waiting for that. Thanks. Scott. Yeah, yeah. I,
3: was, I was. at the listening party on on a uh, th- on Thursday. Yeah, this guy. Yeah. Oh, nice.
2: The a death ranking death member of, of the Kiss Army, right?
3: Spa yes. New album "Spaceman" is out. Yes.
2: All right, I'm I'm going to be selfish here for a second because we're we're getting right up on game time. Um, would you play? Here, here's my Scott Fishbowl team. Since we were talking about that earlier, I know you guys are technically competing against me, but you're going to help me here. Right now, <laughs> in running back, sure we are. There. Sure I'm, we are. Right man. now, I have Crowell, Kamara, <laughs> and Dion Lewis in. I have at Dion Ru- Lewis. Hang on one sec. Yeah, relax, really. Relax. I'm you. not done yet. I'm not done. Relax. <laughs> at wide receiver, I have Kiki Kuti. You are Kuti.
1: if you're running out Dion Lewis.
2: I have Kiki Kuti, Marquise <laughs> Goodwin, and Josh Gordon. I have Adam Thielen and Robert Woods, uh, Cameron Braid at tight end over Jeff Swaim. I Should should I play Jeff Swain over Cameron Braid? I might actually do that.
3: I, I I would play Jeff Swaim over Deion Lewis because you get more points. <laughs> yeah, for I could do that. A tight end. I, I'm always sticking a tight end in there. I get Deion Lewis out of there. and get Jeff Swaim in there. But I
2: got other guys like uh, taiwan Taylor and Dante Moncrief and Frank Gore and Carlos Hyde that I could play as well. So I'll bench Deion Lewis for one of those guys.
1: I would do it for Swaim. <laughs>
3: so
2: you I don't wouldn't? Trust I mean, yeah, you I, know, I like I like mentioned.
3: keeping the t- I like I like putting the tight end in
2: there. You know. Okay. So no, Carlos Hyde.
1: Yeah, and, and no, just so people like realize,
2: five we're five touches. We're,
1: we're emphasizing the tight end just because of the scoring in this league, folks. So that's why yeah, we, no. we're Extra saying put the tight end scoring. in that league, right?
2: And no, Taewon Taylor.
1: Yeah, okay. uh, how could you trust him? How could you trust anybody on that Tennessee offense?
2: I can't. I just bench both Titans. So I'm just look. I'm just. I'm walking through it, guys. I just like. Just like I do every Sunday. And, uh, Why are you
3: asking that- us anyway? I'm 6-0. I'm 0-6. You're 6-0. What the hell are you
1: asking me for? How are you owing 6 <laughs> in wait, Scott I, Fishbowl?
3: How is Just that possible? Nothing's
1: gone right for me. <laughs> it happens. It, right happens it happens to everybody. All of us have teams yeah, like luck. that. Bad luck. Yeah, really. We all have teams like that. There's no doubt. But yeah. here, here's a couple of points on Mariota yeah. just to emphasize that. Yeah. Um, he's been under 130 passing yards in four out of five games. He's only thrown two touchdowns with four interceptions so far. So, you know, it's really hard to trust any of these Titans players, even Carter Davis. Even, you know, as he continues to see a high amount of targets, it's just hard to trust him.
2: I agree. I agree. Uh, my my uh, compadre Dane Martinez, uh, we own the, one team together. He's criticizing our management style because we're going to take a zero at tight end, but I think we deserve that. <laughs> it, it also was not. That's the
3: more the fault. That's the more the fault of the way the, the league is set up.
2: I agree. Than, it's than really. And I'm and I'm the commissioner. It's not your and
3: fault I, at all. I,
2: I, I am the commissioner, and I I'm telling you, I looked at the settings. Multiple times between last week and this week, assuring that I had it set up properly, and it didn't work. I, I don't know what's going on with CBS, but that's, um, that's
1: why I never play on CBS fantasy leagues. I just don't. I hate that site.
2: Yeah, I, uh, I think I'm out too. We didn't set Scott and I didn't set it up. Uh, so Jim Day yeah, burning
3: bridges here on on fantasy sports trading. <laughs> oh, I Network. burned
1: that bridge a long time ago. I don't like that site at all. No, <laughs> never have.
2: Uh, from a content standpoint, it's fine. I just, I, I there is something with the user interface that I that I don't love either. I just, you know, I, I'm a my fantasy league guy. I just think that is the easiest one to use, and it gives you the most. They have time. a whole
3: customer service team though, d- d- devoted to devoted to fantasy though. I mean, you get you got to get the right person on the phone. you right. Really be helpful.
2: I think you're right. I've been unable to do yeah. that thus far. So I, I put a note in. We'll see if they can get back to me uh-huh. eventually. So. We are at wide receiver now uh, as we roll through <clears throat> the rankings. Adam Thielen, he's the man. He's leading the league in multiple categories, and he's going to be uh, here at the Jets today seeing if he can put up another double-digit uh, target game. A.J. Green comes in at number two. Oh, hell yeah. Terry Hill at number three. Julio Jones at number four. DeAndre Hopkins comes in at number five, so the usual suspects up here. Stefan Diggs at six, so Scotty likes both Minnesota wide receivers today. Jets are a little banged up in the secondary. Odell Beckham, number seven uh, on Monday night. Robert Woods, whose value is coming in huge with Cooper Cup out today. Robert Woods' value is the top value in DFS at the wide receiver position, one of the top projected players in all of Fantasy football at the wide receiver position. Mike Thomas comes in at number 9. Mike Evans at number 10. Brandon Cooks at 11. Tyler Boyd at 12. That's your wide receiver ones. Tyler Boyd making an appearance there. Obviously, the high point total, Jim, in that game, the highest point total on the slate. And you have two Cincinnati wide receivers, two Minnesota wide receivers, and two Rams wide receivers all in the top 12.
1: No, look, they're just getting it done, no doubt about it. I mean, uh, Dillon and Diggs uh, have nice matchups today going against the Jets, who are second in the league in passing yardage allowed to wide receivers. So, you know, definitely got to love this matchup. It might be a little windy, which might affect Diggs a little more. Really shouldn't affect Dillon at all. Like we said, more of that intermediate short passing game where he just takes it from there. So we should see a lot of that today uh, if the wins do creep up. So, you know, you can't really take anything away from... Thielen is the number one fantasy tight end on the season and, you know, just nobody you can really even mess with. He has to be in the lineup no matter who you go against.
2: Uh, Scott, um, clearly, I'm stacking... I mean people are thinking DFS you can stack any one of those games of the quarterback and the the duos at wide receiver correct you can do a Dalton Green Boyd you can do yeah. a Cousins Steele yeah, yeah. and Diggs uh, the whole deal
3: Yeah I, I have a DFS lineup where you know I actually have four Rams in there I have Woods I have uh I have Cooks I have Gurley and I have Goff
2: Cooks Gurley Goff Woods I would if you're going to stack that I would go the other way too I'd pick a Goodwin or a Brita or a Kittle come back on the other side because um, you would figure Bethard would have to throw his I way got back Bethard into in one of my lineups. So yeah. there you go. But so a little DFS tip for everybody: uh, Colin Drew who did a really nice job last week. He took down a one hundred seventy-five thousand dollar prize and a seventy-two thousand dollar prize in back-to-back days. Nonetheless, he wrote. Oh, wait, wait, wait,
1: wait, wait, real quick. Oh, wait, oh, hold on. We're talking about stacking. Stack in Cincinnati and Kansas City, but they're the late
2: game. Oh, that's my bad. So, uh that's my bad on that. Yeah. So, that'll have to be... Um,
1: no, wait, you, you, no, wait. It's wait, not wait.
2: your
3: bad. You can do that in, like, the DraftKings showdown. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can... Oh, yeah. that's true. Yeah, if
2: it's you do ultimately, the showdown, yeah, It's cool. ultimately all stacks when you're doing just the showdown. But you can play some Sunday-Monday slates, too. I'm trying to save con- you there. Conceivably. Uh, Thank you. You can do some <laughs> Sunday-Monday... Well,
1: don't forget Uzoma, then.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, CJ Uzoma. But uh in general, talking about so let's just take the Rams Niners game that Scott was talking uh, about. Um (laughs) the strategy for stacking, and I've said this a bunch of times. I've probably said it almost every week. I can't remember which show I say it on. But Colin Drew has done a really nice job this year in winnings. He wrote an article at the beginning of the year about stacking. And in those bigger tournaments, The strategy for stacking really is using four or more players in the game because it provides the right combination. Now, you have to hit, obviously, but it provides the right combination of low ownership and output that you would need. And typically, the best way to do it is three players from one team, one on the other side. So what Scott is talking about, Scott's got four in one team, and he can come back the other way with another one. That's okay, too. But an ideal setup would be, you know, Goff, Woods, Cooks, Goodwin. Obviously, you can use Gurley there because he's the top play in all of fantasy football. So you can do Goff, Gurley, Woods, uh, Breda, or Kittle, or Goodwin, or whomever you want. But that's really a good way to go about it. It provides some lower ownership, and it does uh, allow you to... Still gain a lot of output, and I think that's a game that people will look to too because the Rams. It, are it's not the
3: only Rams. way to win, though. Of course, of course. like there's more than one more way to Somebody win. Somebody won a million
2: dollars with Brock Osweiler and Albert li- Wilson. up, op-
3: right? Exactly. I was going to say that, and then also when using default daily run a lineup optimizer, a lot of times it's not going to spit out just a stack. It may give you two or three guys from the same team, yeah. but uh, I, I very often haven't seen the stacking. I think the stacking I do more manually than anything else. Yeah,
2: so, yeah
1: using the group function.
2: Yes. Um, so good stuff. And by the way, I'm going to do a Daily Roto. I might as well do the Daily Roto read right now while we're talking about it because I was lining that up. So the DailyRoto.com NBA lineup optimizer is now available. That means you can use the same tools and projections at DailyRoto.com NFL Premium Subscribers are using to win each week for NBA DFS contests. You heard a lot about the DailyRoto.com NFL DFS Optimizer here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and how its subscribers are winning tournament prizes on FanDuel and DraftKings and the thousands, hundreds of thousands, and the $7 million winners they've produced. Well, now you can double your pleasure and cash on the NBA daily, daily Fantasy Party as well. If you're playing daily fantasy sports and you aren't using the Daily Roto tools, projections, and optimizers, You're doing it wrong, and you're at a competitive disadvantage. So go to DailyRoto.com, click on Go Premium, and enter the promo code FNTSY for a special discount. Start winning today. That's DailyRoto.com. Click on Go Premium. Enter the promo code FNTSY for a special discount and start winning today. DailyRoto.com, the site where millionaires are made, literally. Let's get back to wide receivers. The wide receiver two conversation starts with Jarvis Landry. Golden Tate comes in at number 14. Emmanuel Sanders, monster game the other night. Helps that he threw a touchdown pass. Uh, he came in at number 15. He'll obviously beat that projection. Kenny Galladay He's at number 16. Passer. What's that?
3: Yeah, He's Got- that best passer.
2: He was their best passer the other night. He's their best passer. Yeah. Keenum was...
3: What
2: was that, Scott? I I know Keenum... <laughs> Who do you like from
3: Cleveland?
1: 14 <laughs> for
2: 21 Keenum the other night for like 166 yards. and threw the touchdown. But... Uh, he was terrible the other night. I know they didn't. He didn't need to be good because that game was thirty-five-three at halftime. But I just thought, like, he was shaking his head a lot, and I was shaking my head with him. He just didn't really look good. Doesn't matter because they annihilated the Cardinals. But I just don't know. I like it, you have weeks. I, I guess it's a good week to have a bad week if that makes any sense. But Keenum just did not look sharp the other night. He, play, at he all. plays
3: like a Dolphins quarterback.
2: <laughs> um, well, they might be looking for somebody after the season. Uh, they both might be.
3: Yeah, so, it sounds like it. it sounds yeah. like they're done with Tanner. Yeah, he'll be a perfect fit for the way they've gone since Burrito
2: retired. Yeah, they're, by the way, they—I mean—they're not—they're not doing that bad this year. Like the uh, the the sharps not, were yeah. over on the Dolphins. They
3: over—they overachieved for the first three weeks.
2: I know, but this is why the sharps are on them. They're four and two. Yeah, at the you are what your record says you are. I know they don't look great doing True. it, but they're True. four and two. So, they're still
3: going to be. They're going to finish seven and nine still.
2: Well, then they're over. They still that's why the, Bears, the sharp guys you know, were, were Bears all over. Good
1: defense last week.
2: Yeah, and it's the way that schedule lined up. It's why the sharp guys were on them. That was a hundred degrees in Miami heat index last week. It really just lined up well for them against some teams having to play in that heat. That's, so that's
3: a home field advantage that a lot of people don't talk agreed. about. It's like, you know, I I I lived in South Florida for eight years. And the C CBS Sportsline, Mike Levy, great guy, used to give me his Dolphin tickets all the time. And it's just like, it's, it's just sweltering there if you sit near the field.
2: Yeah. So, uh, we'll continue along. Kenny Galladay at number 16 against those Miami Dolphins in Miami. Again, still, I don't know what the weather is there today. It, it, it was so smoking hot last week. I'm looking at the... Weather projection right now in Miami, and it is Dolphins 86 degrees, so it's going to be pretty hot still uh, as Detroit travels down
3: there. That, that shows what a professional Mike Blewett is. He is the only guy on this channel that would say smoking hot and would not be talking about a female.
2: I mean, it's a 50-50 <laughs> shot, but I appreciate that, Scott. This is
3: not the fantasy football frenzy, that's for sure. That's for sure.
2: Can I give my wife a shout out? My smoking hot wife a shout out because she turned. Uh, I'm not gonna say what age she turned, but uh, she still be intact. She's uh, <laughs> her birthday. This is past week, so happy birthday uh, to uh, Mrs. Blewett. Happy birthday uh, on this uh, happy uh, birthday. Week's, uh, thank you very much, guys. So
3: hear Mike Blewett singing "Happy Birthday, Happy Birthday <laughs> to You." Happy birthday not, to you. I'm
2: not much of a singer, so uh, it's a good thing that you don't have to hear that on air. T.Y. Hilton, let me get back to this train wreck. T.Y. Hilton at 17. (laughs) Julian Edelman at number 18. Like Edelman today uh, with Gronk out. I think Brady uses him as even more of a cushion as he normally does. John Brown at number 19. He's kind of an interesting DFS play. Uh, I listen to the Daily Roto podcast. Those guys are liking him this week. Mike Crabtree at number 20. So you have the Ravens wide receivers back-to-back, but both in the wide receiver two conversation, both very startable in uh, every league. Alshon Jeffrey. At 21, Keenan Allen at 22, Josh Gordon at 23. I've had a couple of questions this morning on Alshon Jeffrey versus Josh Gordon. You've answered it here with your rankings, but you obviously have it pretty tight, Scott. Jim, your thoughts? You still you think Jeffrey over Gordon?
1: Um, yeah, I I like Gordon. I don't, you know, again, it, what I saw last week, I, I like him this week. But Jeffrey, you know, has been the guy with wins uh, so far. I think Edelman is still the guy with with Brady, Gordon is gonna be that, you know, that backup. I can't fault it, but he's still in, you know uh, wide receiver two territory, which is exactly where I see him this week, uh, you know, for the first time all season.
2: At Chargers, uh Titans game is kicked off in London, so if you didn't set your lineup, you're screwed. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to be the bear of bad if news. If you didn't is, get that email check your email, you just, yeah, check yeah, your email. So, yeah, check your email from the guy that's uh <laughs> Has to send an email out to the other adults to let them know when the games start each and every week. So, uh, I, anyway, uh, Taylor Gabriel, you have at number 24, <laughs> like him today. Uh, Devarius Thomas at 25. He had a middling game the other night. Calvin Ridley banged up, Scotty, but you have him at 26. He has, they have said that he'll play. You feel good about him going out against his Giants defense, Correct.
3: Yeah, like Inside Injuries says, you can read about it this morning on rotoexperts.com. It's just, a, it's just a question of pain tolerance for him. And if he's not even on the injury report, uh, you know, that's optimistic. Probably in better shape Inside Injuries is noting than uh, than, than Mohamed Sanu is and going against the Giants. I mean, you have to like him.
1: Or why do you have to like him? Because he's why. playing against the Giants. The Giants have given up five passing touchdowns to wide receivers oh, all year. Please. One of the fewest in the league. Oh please! And Here we go with the, the Homer the now. Hey, I mean, it's not the Homer. It's the you know, it's yeah. the facts. It's the facts. I'm the Giants give up fact. like 30 points
3: in a game, and Jim says they play good defense.
1: It, they're still the fifth stringest p- fantasy Look, defense. Look, I'm sorry if the truth, hurts. It's not track, the truth hurts. On that
3: track, in, uh, uh, on that track facts. in Atlanta, thoughts. At, No, I'm not. I'm tracking Atlanta at home. They are going to score a lot of points. Tell me how many points that Atlanta scores at home all
2: the time.
1: Hey, I agree. The points are going to be up there, but it's not a guarantee that these guys are all going to go off. It's just not. I didn't, I mean, say, I didn't say. I ranked with 26. Julio I Jones a, has 707 receiving
2: two. yards and no touchdowns. It's the uh, most in franchise history yeah. without a touchdown. So that's good times. Maybe come really look at Hold on. Note to self.
3: Don't say anything negative about the Giants while on air with Jim Dale. Okay? <laughs> you know,
2: the Seahawks and the Steelers are off, so you're just Keep bashing. it to Eli, and I'm okay. We'll be right back. Back on FST Game Day Edition. Yeah, good stuff. Food Fighters on a Sunday morning. So we're here to the next... Uh, for the next 17 minutes. Yeah, excellent producing by Sean Engel. Agreed. Sean Engel produces me all day, so I thank him multiple times. It's just sporadic what happens. Uh, so... Uh, we're here for like the next 15 minutes, and I'll take over. Lineup block live from 10 to 1 with Gabe and C- Gabe Morrissey and Corey Parson. And then they take over at 1, and they'll be here with Chris Welsh uh, from 1 to 4. And then 4 o'clock, it is Joe Galina, George Kurtz, uh, who else? Not Bavona, Camp Stewart this week. And then you guys come back from 8 to 10 and recap. You guys are free to fight. Uh, on that show. But I'm trying to keep the peace. It's Sunday morning. Are to... I did make a mistake, by the way, with all with all the stuff going on, all the injuries and that While kind of stuff. What,
1: hosting this show?
2: That, that is a significant <laughs> mistake. But in my lineups, I have Corey Davis in, uh, and he's locked in now, uh, instead of Calvin Ridley. So I hope you're right, Jim. I didn't have to play Calvin Ridley. I played Corey Davis. It, it all was a function of what happened on Thursday night because Ridley was questionable. I had to put Larry Fitzgerald in. And then as I was going through the lineups this morning, I just kind of missed that one uh, deal. But I will ask you one. Would you play, would you bench any of these guys? I have Mark Ingram and Nick Chubb in as starting running backs right now. I have Keenan Allen and Taylor Gabriel in as starting wide receivers. I have Alex Collins and Julian Edelman in as my two flexes. Would you bench any of the guys I just mentioned for Jordan Howard, Isaiah Crowell, or Kiki Kuti? I don't think I would. No. I don't think I would. I don't
3: think so. I like Kuti as a sneaky play today, but uh, I couldn't see using the others, though. Yeah.
2: You like Wentz over Andrew Luck?
3: Uh, No, I like Luck for more volume.
2: Hmm. Jim?
1: Yeah, I'm with Scott. I mean, the one thing you know about Luck is he's just not going to stop throwing.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I just wonder about this Buffalo defense. It's been pretty good against the pass. Been pretty good in general. Well, I
1: think I, I think it hurts Hilton a little bit, but you know, like Scott says, he, he's going to get so many targets that he's still going to produce something. Uh, I think it really Chester Rogers is going to step up in this yeah. one again, have another good game, and I like Naheem Hines to get a little bit more involved as well.
2: I do think that is um, I think that is a pretty interesting call on um, Chester Rogers. I'm using him in uh, a, a dynasty league just out of necessity, but uh, I do think the bills be- are
3: good. The bills are going to have three and outs, so there, there's going to be opportunities for you know Indianapolis to You're throw. You saying you
2: don't it's, believe in I'm getting, Anderson?
3: I'm getting, I'm getting, worried <laughs> about Hines though, because Mac is back and Hilton's back, so I'm a little concerned about him.
2: Daily Roto, I'm looking at their ranks right now for QBs. They like Wentz a lot today. If Wentz is the third QB, Jameis Goff, and then Wentz. So no love. Well, they're for,
3: based it on a pricing too, you know. Yeah, right. That's uh, no, value. that's straight that's
2: points. A, yeah. That one's a straight oh, points. Oh, is that straight
1: points? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that's not what I'm seeing.
2: Uh, let me give me a second. Oh
1: yeah, okay. I got, no, that's value. That's based on value, I think.
2: Give me a second. Uh, I want to no, make sure no, I get you're this right. right. That is points. Yes. Yeah. See? Wow, that is points. Yeah. And they got luck way down. I'm gonna go with the daily roto guys on this one. They like Wentz a lot. They really do. Hey,
1: they want a million dollars. I haven't.
2: It's a fair point. Me neither. Nor have I.
1: I think I've made that over my career. Yeah,
2: but, but when, shot, you know? when I win Powerball on Tuesday, <laughs> then who's going to be? I mean, who's talking Gosh, trash The then? guy
3: plays well in the GS. Just remember who you co-host
1: with on Saturdays.
2: On Saturdays? Yeah, I will remember who it Middle is. It's George yeah. Kurtz. George Kurtz. <laughs> remember, you've nice know
1: known for longer. <laughs> uh,
2: all right, so uh, let's just Actually, get.
1: Actually, Mike and I go way back, too, Scotty.
2: I the first podcast I ever did was with Tony Sankata and Jim Day. So if we're going on historical,
3: um, no, I'm talking about at this company.
2: At this company, it would be you. Yes, I yeah. mean there. Yeah, uh, you are. You guys are both doing the ultimate fantasy sports analyst thing and picking one specific stat and trying to prove your point. <laughs> I, we can go a <laughs> bunch of different ways, but yes. Uh, if you want me to pay the Saturday guy, it's Kurtz. If you want me to pay the guy I've known the longest, it's Jim. And if you want me to pay the guy that I've worked with the longest at this company, then it's Scott. So we got a few different options here. Um, and let's go to tight ends real quick. Travis Kelsey, uh, he comes in at number one. He's been a monster. Zach Ertz comes in at what a number bum. two. Who? Oh. Oh Kelsey, Matt Kelsey,
1: he's a bomb. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Ebron at number three. says yeah, no oh, of last him, week
2: because yeah. he didn't have a monster game last week.
1: He's no red. Ellison. He's no red Ellison. <laughs> yeah, really.
2: <laughs> I I picked up red. red wow, Ellison Mike, you really pod. let
1: this this show get away from you, Mike. Why? I don't know. It's just been off the rails all show.
2: <laughs> hey, I, that's the way it goes. You have a nine thirty London game. Things are going to get weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. You trade Carlos <laughs> Hyde on a Friday afternoon. It's going to get weird. So Kelsey, Ertz, Ebron, Kittle at four. Uzama, I'm pretty sure that's it, Jim. Uzuma at five. Yeah, Austin was, Hooper oh, yeah, at six. <laughs> Joku at seven. O.J. Howard at eight. Evan Ingram back in the mix. Evan Ingram at number nine. Kyle Rudolph at 10. Trey Burton at 11. Jordan Reed at 12. Greg Olson at 13. Cam Braid at 14. Of all this stuff, I just want to get your take real quick, Jim, on the Tampa tight ends moving forward. Do you think Howard uh, continues to outpace Braid in a significant way?
1: I do. I just think he's a better overall player. I mean, you know, just Bray had a great year last year with Winston, so he's still going to be in play, which kind of hurts them both going forward. But, you know, Howard is just much more explosive, creates better mismatches and just, you know, finds a way to get open a little bit more than Bray does.
2: You find it curious, though, Scott, that they paid Bray in the offseason and give him like a nice extension and... Uh, this game, a four-year deal. I guess. No,
3: no. A lot of a lot of teams will run two tight ends, and we can't look at it from a fantasy perspective. You know, teams want to have two tight ends, one in line to help block, and, uh, you know, the other to maybe be a pass catcher. A lot of teams value more than one tight end. They don't – They NFL teams don't look at it like fantasy football owners do.
2: Why not? We're awesome. So who scored? I, I, I am obscured from the TV. I have to look to my left. The while guy I'm,
3: started out of desperation this week in the fantasy front. Tyrell Orson Williams? Tyrell Williams, 75-yard you know I'm I'm touchdown out catch.
1: To I'm flying out there as soon as this game is over, and I, I'm just going to beat Philip Rivers about the head and neck.
2: Phil uh-huh. Rivers with the long touchdown to Terrell Williams, his third touchdown in the last two weeks. I have him in our GST league. I, I, I don't why, play him. Why
3: is he so angry at Philip Rivers? Because he's not throwing the ball to Mike Williams, a
2: bum. Or Keenan It's the Allen. first
3: quarter. Stop it.
2: So uh, the Titans kicked a field goal. Chargers come back with a really long play. If you guys have the distance of the, <laughs> the touchdown, let me know. But it was a long one. So, um, 75. So there you go. 75-yard touchdown. Um, as far as the tight end position is concerned, I can only tell you <clears throat> it's been a mess this year. And this is actually the first time. And this this, is, this week is actually sort of okay for options. There's not as many guys hurt. Now, the big one is out. Gronk is out. Gronk hasn't been great this year, but Gronk is out. And then you got Cincinnati has become a new thing, obviously, because Eifert's done for the year. But you got some guys back. O.J. Howard's been back for a couple of weeks. Got Evan Ingram back. So we have some of the normal tight ends starting. So will the position stabilize? I say probably not. Uh, it's just been a mess, and each and every week, you can just look at the guys who score the touchdowns. That's the guys you're going to rank in your top ten or twelve. So, uh, so there you go. That's it for the tight end position. I don't know if you guys have anything else to add. I think you, you...
1: I just want to add something about Jordan Reed. I mean, let's face it; the guy's been healthy all year and hasn't done squat. Yeah. Um, you know, just not expected. You expect him when he's healthy to be, you know, a top tight end, and it just hasn't come this year at all.
3: Mm-hmm. Daly Roto likes him today. He's one of the top guys on the optimizer. Uh, you know, the way that Dallas also defends the tight end and all the depletion at wide receiver—it's not like you're going to Maurice Harris, Josh That's Dixon. a good point. That two top receivers today might be Jordan Reed, and
1: Vernon Davis. It's
2: a good point because we did not get to some injuries, and Jamison Crowder and Paul Richardson are both out this week. Correct, Scott?
1: Maurice Harris. Yes. So
3: Maurice Harris was last week. He didn't do nothing. Uh, yeah, I the, watch him this week.
2: And then we have Adrian mm-hmm. Peterson and Chris Thompson are questionable there. I just want to see if we missed anything. Thompson's
3: any. not expected to play. <coughs> so right. there
2: you go. Uh, roll Adrian Peterson out during your bye weeks, but he's banged up too. Um, and I saw Richard Sherman was pretty questionable. That could be a game-time decision. Game-time decision. Um, Let see what else game we time got. Game-time decision. It's uh, so uh,
3: weird to him in that uniform. Tonight, yeah, tonight's
2: game. Uh Gio Bernard is out, Tyler Croft out, Billy Price out. The Chiefs will be without center Mitch Morse who's concussion.
3: The Jets are without their st- three top corners, but you know, maybe they're gonna have to depend on the elements with the wind there, you know, maybe working to their advantage for half the game.
2: Um makes me like the Vikings a lot. Uh, the is Eric Berry is out and Justin Houston are out. Uh, uh Eric Berry's definitely out, Justin Houston is doubtful. Looks Gerald like McCoy's out. Yeah, we mentioned that one earlier. So I don't know that we missed any other injury news. We've covered a lot. Why don't we just do survivor picks now? What do you guys What do you guys got
3: today? I think it's obvious you got to go with the Colts.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, it's not. It's not a crazy pick. You said it's obvious. Just it's funny to hear the Colts in that um, in that sentence, but it's not a bad pick Colts at all. Obviously, playing
3: the Bills. Yeah, yeah.
2: So Colts playing well, the Bills Derek got a Anderson better
1: record than the Colts do. Not after today, <laughs>
2: Jim. Who do you got? Um, your survivor pick?
1: Man, it, uh, if I'm going with a team I haven't picked before, then I'm gonna pick. Uh, I think my best bet this week is Denver.
2: Oh, thanks, Jim.
1: <laughs>
2: Super helpful.
1: <laughs> Super helpful.
2: Uh, nice. The 35 point <laughs> winning. Now the show's pocket, completely
3: nice. got off the track and crashed into
2: something. Yeah, I don't know how this happened. Week seven. It's, the, it's a nine thirty start. I can't he's deal with that. He's proud of himself you. too. So he will be laughing for the rest of the show. So uh, I'm going to go since you guys can't take this segment seriously. I'll pick an actual team. Well, you, I, Todd, Scott, I'm going to go with Miami. How's
1: that. I'm going with Miami at home.
2: You're going with Miami at home?
1: I am. I'm going with Miami at home.
2: All right. You're, this really has gone off the rails. This is insane. I mean, they're four two. Are you gonna be five
3: and hey, two today? Train noises Sean
2: yeah that's uh so I can't pick the Vikings I've picked them earlier the uh, the team that I'm going with today for and I can't pick the Rams because I've already picked them but the team I'm going with today is the Jaguars uh, I know that it's not a team that <laughs> inspires a lot of confidence I just don't like the Texans going on the road to Jacksonville to pull this game off. I think Jacksonville will play some solid defense today. They'll get some hits on Deshaun Watson. I know, Dane Martinez has been saying for weeks he's worried about Deshaun Watson's health. I think it's a legitimate concern. I think the Jaguars get back turned in the right direction. So I'll go with the Jaguars today as my actual pick. Uh, The Dolphins, though?
3: Inside Injuries was saying that they believe that uh, Deshaun Watson's playing with a punctured lung.
2: How would they know that? Without examination. So, you know, have, I'm, I'm, to, you just, have to ask them. Yeah, it's just a, an actual question. Like, I I don't know how you'd know the guy has a... If he had a punctured lung...
3: That's why they're the medical experts were not.
2: I agree. But if he had a punctured lung, yeah. he could not play, correct? I don't know.
1: I know I I, I couldn't play with a punctured lung, but who knows? <laughs>
2: Well it's a good thing you're not out there trying to play then, Tim. So, uh, yeah, right, exactly. this hypothetical situation with the hypothetical punctured lung, I'm glad uh, that you're not <laughs> out there. So, uh, what else we got? Um,
1: how about some uh, how about some DFS lineup? Yes, Maybe I misquoted
2: it. I'm sorry. Let's do that.
1: <laughs> um I like. I actually have a, a what I consider a pretty decent uh, FanDuel lineup this well, week. Well, it better be. Otherwise,
2: you need to make some changes if it's not a decent one. So let's go FanDuel. <laughs> yeah,
1: really. Well, okay, Winston at 7.8. <laughs> uh, Zeke at 8.4. And then Chubb at 4.8. I have Woods at 7.7. 7, Landry at 6.5. Curse at 5.0. Njoku at 5.7. And then Gurley in the Flex at 10.2. And Detroit... Defense at three point eight. I who's like that.
2: Who's your tight end? That's the only one I missed. Njoku. And what was the defense?
1: For Cleveland. And the defense was Detroit.
2: Even though you like Miami to win that game. But it's Osweiler. I so do
1: like I, Miami to win the I know, game. I, I, I get it. Detroit. I'm not
2: criticizing you. I don't think you're you're being hypocritical there. You you look, Miami can win the game and Osweiler can still throw three picks. I mean it's you know yep. you don't want him to, but uh, whenever you're picking those DFS defenses, you're just looking for the team that can generate some turnovers. And against Brock Osweiler, everybody can generate turnovers. So, Scotty, you have one lined up. That's a really good cash lineup. I like that yeah. a lot, Jim.
3: DraftKings, Jared Goff, 6,600. Todd Gurley the second, nine 9,800. Uh, on Johnson, 4,500. Brandon Cook, 7,100. Robert Wooks, Wood, 7,000. Taylor Gabriel, 4,700. David Njoku, 4,200, Nick Chubb, 3,600, and the Lions at 2,400.
2: Chubb was there, and then the Lions? You guys yes. are focused on those two defenses. <sighs> Scott, got if, that was a ca- enough, if that was a cash lineup, lineup, I would want you to get rid of one of the Rams.
3: That's a tournament lineup.
2: So there you go. All right. So uh, all good.
3: I'm not really a cash game guy. Yeah,
2: he is, you know, you swing for the fences. I can appreciate it. Powerball tickets yeah. and millionaire, millionaire yeah. uh, maker. I, I <laughs> oh, I put it. in a
3: dollar. I won too. Big whoop. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, you know, it's funny. I, I, we're gonna have Drew Dinkmeyer on here in about twenty minutes or so, <clears throat> seventeen minutes on Lineup Lock Live. But we had Mike Leone, his compadre, on last week, and Mike has said in recent podcasts uh, for daily that he doesn't play cash as much. He's alluded to that. And I asked him about it and he said that his time is better spent and there's more ROI for him in doing tournament lineups because he can spend hours doing cash game lineups and it just doesn't give as much return. Plus he admitted that while they provide great information, the edge is smaller in cash game, uh, Cash games than it used to be a few years ago. There's more and more people running analytics and more and more people coming up with uh, legitimate models. Now dailyroto.com is the best model. More people
1: using the lineup optimizer. Yeah,
2: yeah. So like you're competing against other dailyroto.com people um, in in tournaments. So I would say that uh, Leone was the one that said that he spends a little bit more time on tournament lineups. And to Scott's point. You know maybe you get a little bit more roi you're working and uh you're doing all kinds of uh you adjusting of lineups uh all right well so you got to i can't help you put your mic on you got to put it on the producer's got to put it on. all right It's cory parsons says hello Scott. hello lady <laughs> To so those of you that listen to these last two hours, I apologize. Is this mess. your
3: king? <laughs>
2: Jim and Scott hey, will be back tonight on Fantasy, Fantasy Football Rewind sister. from yeah. 8 to 10. It's a good thing Corey got that reminder email that set his lineup <laughs> this morning. Lineup Block like Live is yeah. next with me, Corey, and Gabe. We'll be right back. Good they luck to you.
3: quit the league. Yeah.